everybody, and welcome to Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, the podcast. Brought to you by the Shepherd Express, I'm your host, Matthew Filipovich. Every episode, I'm going to bring on one of the regular comedians from Laughing Liberally Milwaukee, which is, once again, a monthly live progressive political stand-up comedy show. We're going to discuss and joke about a news story, and then we'll talk a bit about comedy. Speaking of, our next live in-person show is coming up Saturday, February the 11th. Advanced tickets are only $8.00. They're on sale now at laughingliberallymke.com. On that show, we're going to have Brian Green, Vanessa Tortolano, Greg Bach, the accountants of Homeland Security. We have a special activist interview with Anna Dvorak talking about replacing We Energies with a public utility. We also have this week's comedian. I'm so excited that our guest this week is the extremely funny Bobby Hill. Bobby, thank you so much for being on the show again. Thanks for having me. All right, so Bobby, let's talk about Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, the boy who would be Trump. He really, really wants to be the next Trump. He so much does. He's been reaping right-wing havoc down in Florida, doing as much damage as he can. He's learned a lot from the hurricanes that ravage his state on a regular basis. In this last year alone, he signed the Don't Say Gay Bill, the Stop Woke Act. I'm surprised he hasn't signed the Women Are Stinky Bill, the seas aren't rising act as anyway so this 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 last month he used the stop woke act to ban an ap class on european history oh wait no it wasn't european history let's see was it italian studies no german studies no oh i remember it was african american studies because of course it was african american studies uh his education department claimed that the class is quote contrary to florida law and significantly lacks educational value. He said himself, we want education, not indoctrination. So again, here we have another example of those on the right who are, again, constantly, constantly railing against cancel culture, censorship. And here they are literally, literally censoring and canceling, literally banning speech and discussion, complaining about indoctrination while banning African-American studies. And while he was defending his clearly and blatantly racist actions, DeSantis gave a press conference in front of a sign that read, and I'm not making this up, the sign in front of him read, Florida, the education state, which proves they clearly aren't teaching irony down in Florida either. The whole thing is wild. Bobby, what are your thoughts? I um, I think it is crazy that anything happens in Florida. <laughs> um, it seems like every law in Florida is built to stop something from happening. <laughs> it's always the stop this, the don't say that, the don't do this. And then they're like, we hate cancel culture. And it's like, what? <laughs> this is the opposite of what you just said, man. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of how Florida operates. You know, it is a it is a literal swamp of people down there. But the, the crazy thing is like the things that he wants to ban in this bill are all things that are like absolutely part of black culture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like queer theory, like. Have you listened to how white women talk to each other? All of those girl and like serving this. Like, where do you think that is coming from? Except from queer black people. That's where that all starts. All that language is all stolen from like queer, trans, LGBT, largely black people who have done that. Right. Like that's where a lot of that happens. 
people of color generally who are not heteronormative <laughs> monogamous people or heteronormative people at all or gender nor right like that's where that language is coming from that's where origination a lot of that's coming from and so it's just hilarious that like to want to to want to say that queer theory is not a part <laughs> of black history like there's no there's no queer black people ever like he's never yeah, heard, no. like, never heard of beard no. rustin or anything like that right so he probably yeah. should be taking some classes right <laughs> and of, of course they don't want the 1619 project in there because they don't even believe that black people are able to even acknowledge that 1619 was a time or something i don't really understand like this thing where it's like this is the thing that really drives me crazy about DeSantis and a lot of these guys is this whole issue they have with like like, it's okay to say that some white people a long time ago were not awesome. That's fine. <laughs> it's really easy to do. It'd be so, it would actually, it would give more pre, it would give more credence to like you trying to claim that you're not a racist. If you would just be like, yeah, they were racist. <laughs> like, it would be so much easier, man. But when you sit here and you go, well, I don't want this to be taught because I'm worried about like what it would mean for, well, then what are you doing? What are you doing where you aren't afraid to distance yourself from the people that you're dealing with in these ways? And like, essentially all the 1619 Project is teaching is the fact that like racism existed. It was worse than you thought. Here's some more. Here's the actuality of some of the crazy that happened. Like it wasn't just, they, we didn't just come here and the natives that were here were just like, let's throw out some tables for you guys. You guys need corn? You guys know about this turkey? Like it just <laughs> wasn't that, right? Like, no. and, and it's okay to go, yeah, we started this off really bad. Right. Like, hey, man, this like all places start. No place ever started off awesome. Right. Like they don't they don't call it the big satin sheet. They call it the big bang. That's what <laughs> right. So, like, you know, it's OK to acknowledge like, hey, man, this was a rough start. But like we're trying to be better now. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it seems like whenever they do something like this, what they're trying to say is like, if you realize how bad we were then. You're gonna you're gonna really hate what we're doing now, <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's just you know the idea that he is in a position to actually one have any say in what education should happen, and two have any knowledge of what education is relevant for African American history is just like I don't know. It, it's so insane that he would feel that that's his place to be. It, you know, for a guy who is so interested in making sure that parents had say in what their kids did and that nobody else determined for you what your kids learn. And then he wants to tell people like, what is black history? <laughs> and it's just not his place to do so. It's just an insane concept for them to do to take any track, like to claim any control that an education system doesn't put in place for something. It's just, it's ba it's so backwards to me to have politicians in charge of that because so many of them don't have either degrees or degrees in those areas, you know, like, yeah, it's, it's so wild. Yeah, no, it's wild. And, uh, you know, again, he's, he's, he's trying to out Trump Trump to get himself ready for the, the run here, which is, which is wild. But speaking of runs, uh, what I've been asking comedians lately is how, uh, comedy, we're kind of in the kind of roller coaster of COVID we're coming, hopefully knock on everything coming out of it. Um, I know you've been doing some good, interesting stuff lately. How's comedy and COVID been treating you lately? Just how generally has comedy been for you in the last, uh, last few months? Yeah, you know, I was uh, I was previously living up in Milwaukee, and I've since uh, moved down into Chicago again, which, you know, it's gotten me back out into the hometown. I'm from here originally, so um, being able to get into a lot a lot of shows that I've been missing and seeing a lot of friends I've been missing has been good. 
Um, I'm getting a little older, so we're starting to look into, into some of the business side of some things. So there are some, you know, I have an entertainment company called State and Madison Entertainment. We have put out a couple of specials. Um, we are looking to expand on that and kind of build some some bigger, longer roots here in Chicago as far as some projects that we have coming up. So I'm really looking forward to the next four or five months here in Chicago and comedy. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, uh, you're also performing at Laughing Liberally coming up on the 11th Absolutely. of February. Uh, beyond that, which people, pe- Milwaukee folks should should come check them out there. But uh, if not, where can people find you and, and, and State and Madison on social media? Where can people follow and find all the exciting things that are going to be happening in the next few months? Yeah, I, I actually produce a uh, I actually produce a show um, that's we have two in February, but generally it's a monthly show that we do at uh, the Hollywood Palm Cinema in Naperville, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Um, it is stand up comedy inside of a movie theater. It's called Sneaky Links Comedy. Um, it's a secret lineup, so you don't find the lineup till you get there. But Xavier Lamont and I both run that show. Um, and so we've got a long track record of putting together great comics on great shows. And so we simply ask you to trust us that the pe- when you show up, you're going to get people who have been on TV, been on podcasts, stuff like that. Uh, but outside of that, you can find information about the company at State Madison ENT for entertainment. So statemadisonent.com. Um, my socials, mocha underscore Jesus on uh, Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and uh, if you want to get at me on Fortnite, it's, it's Polly Lama. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bobby, uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah, can't wait to see you on the 11th. Thanks for what you're doing, and thanks for being can't on wait. the show again. Thanks so much. All right, everybody, I want to thank you so much for listening to episode 64 of Laughing Liberally Milwaukee. We have new episodes with a new comedian on the first and third Wednesday of every month. Please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast. You can find out more at laughingliberallymke.com. Until next time, take care of yourselves, take care of each other, and we'll see you at the next Laughing Liberally Milwaukee.